This Talking Flutes podcast is kindly sponsored by Trevor James Flutes, making life sound beautiful. You can show them some flute love by following them on Instagram at TJ Flutes, Trevor James Flutes on Facebook, and at trevorjamesflutes.com. Hello everybody and welcome this week to Talking Flutes Extra. I'm Jean-Paul Wright, however this week I'm not going to be your host. We're actually going to do something very different in that I'm handing over the podcast reins to the fabulous musician, flute player and Feldenkrais teacher Niall O'Riordan who will guide you through an actual lesson and one where I promise you'll feel very different at the end. So before I hand over the reins, please continue to rate and like on whatever podcast channel you're listening to this on and continue to send in your ideas for future podcasts to flutepodcasts at gmail.com or via our at Talking Flutes podcast pages on Facebook and Instagram. So for the next 45 minutes, I hand you over to the wonderful Niall O'Riordan. Hello and welcome to Talking Flutes. Uh, my name is Niall O'Riordan and in this episode, um, because the last time you heard from me, uh, I, I did an interview with JP and we spoke a lot about various aspects of my career, but we touched on the Feldenkrais method. And I thought for this episode, why not, rather than describing the method in words to you, why don't, you give, why don't I just give you firsthand um, experience of doing uh, the lesson, uh, doing a Feldenkrais lesson. So um, what you need for this lesson, and you can pause at any time so you can kind of gather what you need. You're going to need uh, some uh, space on the floor to lie. I would say having a comfortable blanket, um, uh, maybe something, uh, a folded towel, maybe for underneath the back of your head. Um, and you'll need your flute as well. So if you want, pause and uh, uh, we can kind of continue after this. Okay, so um, now I'm going to give you a few um, uh, ideas about approaching this lesson. First of all, um, uh, make all of these movements incredibly uh, small and light. Uh, by taking part and uh, doing this lesson, you're, you're taking full responsibility for your own self-care here. So um, don't do anything that uh, hurts, that's painful or makes you feel uncomfortable. It should feel very, very kind of soft and light. Um, if there is anything uncomfortable, stop and you could uh, do it in your imagination. Um, these lessons work with... Um, your nervous system rather than um, kind of stretching or anything like that. Okay, so what I'd like you to do now is, um, and again, uh, you can pause the recording um, at, at, at various points, explore what I'm going to invite you to explore, then plus play again and kind of come join me and we'll continue with the learning process. So what I'd like you to do is uh, to come to standing with your flute. 
And when you're in standing with your flute, notice um, the length of your spine. Can you feel all of your spine there? What parts of your spine feel clear? What parts feel less clear? And when you bring the flute up uh, to play, uh, you can bring the flute up. Um, notice, can you feel the space in between your shoulder blades, for instance? And um, let's think about something else. So when you hold the flute up, um, notice where your gaze looks to. Do your eyes kind of look to, out to the horizon or is it a little bit more to the floor? And actually take the flute down and just feel how tall you feel. So this lesson, um, we're going to be working on two things that I think are very important. Uh, first of all, helping you get a better upright posture, a nice tall posture that's comfortable, that's free and it's functional so you can breathe um, in the way um, that you need to on the flute. Uh, when we don't have a good posture on the flute, um, the uh, breathing suffers tremendously and we don't want that. So um, notice um, how kind of tall you feel, how you can feel gravity there. And then what I'm going to invite you to do now, and you can pause the recording after this um, to explore um, these things further. But what I'd like you to do is explore playing your flute and pay attention to the quality of your tone, the quality of your breathing, and the comfort of your posture. You get a general snapshot of your playing, and you can press pause and take a good bit of time with that, and then you can come and meet me lying on the floor. Okay, so after exploring that, um, if you're not already, come, come and lie on the floor. So when we um, begin a Feldenkrais lesson, it's a very scientific way of approaching um, our learning experience um, and um, our movement in this case. Um, so we, what do we do first? We take a kind of snapshot of our playing to see what it's like. We're now gonna take a snapshot of how you're resting on the floor. And then we're gonna do some movement experiments to see do these movement experiments help you release effort and tension in a way that's going to be helpful for your flute playing so you can play your best. That's the whole point. So um, uh, what, what I might add to that is the, uh, the whole point is this lesson to help you do that. But Feldenkrais method is actually for everybody. It's not just uh, for musicians. Um, so when you lie on the floor, notice the way the back of yourself makes contact with the floor. You can notice your shoulders. 
and you can notice how your pelvis is resting on the floor. How are your legs and your arms? Back of your head. And let's go into this um, with a little bit more detail. Notice how your right shoulder makes contact with the floor. You can kind of notice the quality of contact, how far that right shoulder is away from the line of your spine. And then do the same for the uh, left shoulder. So just noticing your left shoulder, how it's making contact with the floor. And what's different? What's different about how your uh, left shoulder rests compared to your right? Then imagine you had a piece of chalk. And with this piece of chalk, you draw around the shape of how your upper back makes contact with the floor. So maybe pick an area, maybe it's kind of somewhere in your mid back, kind of maybe at the kind of top of where the arch of your lower spine is. Then you start tracing around, okay, it's kind of touching here, going all the way around to the shoulder area, up around the upper back base of your neck, maybe a bit further down than that and around. And then notice if that shape is um, notice if that shape is symmetrical or not. Uh, my guess is it, that it won't be, that it'll be a very unique shape to you. And uh, letting that go, um, notice how your pelvis rests on the floor. And notice the right and the left sides. if one side of the pelvis kind of rests more into the floor than the other. And um, then just trace the contact of each leg. Pick one leg and just trace down that leg, just seeing how it makes contact. Then trace down the other leg. Noticing the contact there. And now let, let's pay attention to something else. Um, without doing anything special, just notice what moves as you breathe. We're taught as flute players to breathe low into the abdomen. Absolutely nothing wrong with that instruction. And actually, uh, um, it can be helpful. Although if we overdo it, we can end up actually um, inhibiting other areas that are involved in the breathing that could also be helpful and useful for us. So, um, 
Notice it, for instance, is there any movement in your chest as you breathe? Notice is there any movement into the floor? This lesson is going to drastically change the way you're breathing, uh, the quality of the breath um, and the ease of breathing. So this is one I wanted to pick for you, softening the chest um, so that the breath can really kind of flow more easily. Okay. So now bring your feet to standing. So your knees are bent and your feet are flat on the floor. And cross your right leg over your left leg. So your legs are crossed at the knees. It means that the right leg is kind of hanging. The right lower leg is kind of hanging, hanging down there. Um, some people, when I give this instruction, they place their right ankle on top of their left knee. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for really the legs being fully crossed so that the leg is dangling. So you, you find that position and um, find your stability. You can kind of just adjust how that left uh, leg is standing there. And now um, with the smallest movement you can make, just begin tilting both knees to the right and then back to the center again. Make it very small, make it lazy. You'll be uh, happy to know I have a lovely model here, a good friend of mine, um, who's uh, helping me time uh, this lesson for you because the quality of my teaching is always better. I can't do it unless I'm doing it with somebody watching. So, uh, or watching somebody. So uh, as you're tilting your knees here to the right, um, notice the back of your pelvis is changing in contact with the floor. And also your um, lower spine begins to turn and twist. So begin this movement of tilting the legs to the right in a way that actually it feels just really soft and easy. You don't go into any stretching, but you begin widening how far you take your knees to the right with the measure being that you always remain comfortable. And as you're doing that, you might notice how this movement moves up your spine, the turning up your spine. What are you doing with your uh, breathing? Do you inhale? Do you exhale? Allow your breathing to be free. Um, a few options could be um, just exhaling as you tilt your legs to the right. Another option would be that the breathing is just moving in and out kind of softly and easily, and it's not really kind of so connected to um, uh, the movement of the legs. There's probably enough of this. Um, leave your legs long and just take a rest. 
I didn't mention earlier, but it's still worth mentioning now, um, this lesson can affect um, the size of the arches of your back and of your neck as well. So you might want to just notice, um, even though we've done a little bit of movement, the kind of size of the arch on the back and the right side there, or, or on each side, um, uh, your lower back, the arch there, and notice what this very small movement with attention has done to your state. Maybe you feel a little bit more centered, maybe a little bit more relaxed. Maybe this soft movement invited you to kind of move inwards a little bit. Maybe it's affected the breathing. Bring your feet standing and your feet are in standing, the legs aren't crossed. And now give yourself a large hug um, with one arm on top. You pick which arm. And see, can you, um, so one arm will be underneath the other arm. So one arm will be kind of, uh, on top, one arm will be underneath, and you're kind of holding around the shoulder blade area if possible. So you really are giving yourself a big hug. And in this position, begin rolling your chest very softly to the left and back again. So you're using your arms, you're holding your chest and you're rolling it to the left and then back again. And now as you do this, exhale. So you exhale as you roll your chest softly and gently to the uh, left and back again. As you're rolling your chest to the left, what do you do with your head? Does your head move? What have you decided to do with your head? Explore allowing your head to also roll to the left. Just back again. Change the crossing. So whichever arm is on top, change the crossing. And begin rolling your chest to the left again. You can think of as you roll the chest to the left, that the ribs on the left side soften and flatten more into the floor there and then you come back to the center. Leave that and um, rest, rest, rest on your back. Um, you can have your legs long. So what did we do so far? We tilted the legs in one direction. We rolled the chest in the other direction. 
you, this move, these movements in themselves, you can do in the space of maybe around two or three minutes, and it'll do wonders for your playing before you start playing. You just do it each side, um, but you can experiment with that after doing this full lesson where, where I do have some kind of more variations. But what, 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 what's um, happening with your breathing right now? What do you notice? Has the texture of the breath changed? Has something changed in the way you're making contact with the floor? Bring your feet to standing again and cross your right leg over your left like before. So right leg over left. And uh, so yeah, so your right leg is crossed over your left. There you go. And um, tilt your knees to the right, to tilt your legs to the right. See how that feels, is it different from before? Is it smoother? Does it go further? Do you feel it further up your back? Let's do it a few times. Great, and then bring your feet to standing. So your feet are standing, knees are bent. And now let, let's explore. This is one of my favorite moves, actually, um, especially for us flute players, because we do get so um, the chest area for flute players is an area that becomes incredibly stiff. Um, and um, when we start softening up this area, so many things change in our the color of our tone, the quality of our tone. Um, and also our breathing. Um, so by softening the ribs a little more here, um, this is what we're going to do. So, um, so make, give yourself a hug and this time have your right hand. Uh, so you're hugging yourself and the right arm is on top and the left arm is, hand is kind of underneath. So it's kind of like kind of reaching towards your uh, underneath your armpit there. So now begin um, with your right arm. So you wiggle the fingers on your right arm so you know which arm is which. When the arms are crossed, it's quite funny. Uh, lefts and rights get all muddled up. So um, begin now just reaching with your right arm more to the right as if you were reaching to touch the floor on the right. For some of you, you may be able to touch the floor Oh, sorry, reaching with the right arm to the left, sorry. So you're reaching, um, arms across, your right arm, now you're reaching to the left with your right arm, and you're, that means your chest will roll a little bit to the left, your head will roll to the left. And you're exploring the idea of bringing the right fingers to the floor and then reaching along the floor. Just do this really, really soft, really soft, really gentle.
And now with your left hand, just in the same position, begin reaching to the left, to the right with your left hand. I'm confusing myself. And exhaling as you're doing that. And then maybe reach once to the right and once to the left. Okay, just leave a rest, uh, just take a rest there and um, uh, just leave that go. Feel your breathing. Feel how you're resting on the floor. Has anything changed there? So um, when we play the flute, one of the problems that we bump into is there's very little room for variation in the posture that we stand in. You know, we have to, we have to stand with the flute out to the right, we have to have a certain position. And doing this repeatedly um, can, you know, cause a lot of kind of effort and tension to build up in the body. Um, and we need to have solutions, we need to have uh, strategies to use to let these things go and bring ourselves back to a more kind of neutral position. Very often when people injure themselves, it's when um, they kind of don't read the earlier signs kind of along the way. They feel a little bit stiff, they feel a bit uncomfortable, but they keep pushing, 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 and they don't have a, something as part of their routine that actually helps to uh, bring us back to a more kind of centered, neutral position. And Feldenkrais is one thing that we can do kind of for maintenance and also then actually helping increase our ability in various aspects of playing as well. So, um, you know, a regular um, practice of Feldenkrais, if it's a small little bit, I recommend it five minutes before a lesson. Um, I'll tell you more about how you can access um, more lessons and various things at the end. But the more you do these things, the more it's going to feed into your flute playing. You're going to feel better. Your breathing, posture, creativity, all of that improves with this work as well. So um, let's bring your feet to standing again. And let's try something a little bit uh, unusual. So um, hug yourself once again. And this time, roll your chest to the left, but roll your head to the right. So your chest rolls to the left. So you roll your chest to the left. And as you're doing that, your head rolls in opposition to your chest, as if to look over your right shoulder. Make that very, very soft and light.
Okay, and now roll your chest, roll your chest to the left, your head goes to the right, and then you roll your head to the left and your chest goes to the right. So you actually go kind of back and forward either side. There you go. Soft, light, easy. Okay, so um, now bring the chest and the head together in the same direction. Very, very nice. Okay, so let's expand on this now. So now bring your hands um, uh, forward in front of you. So the fingers are pointing towards the ceiling, the arms are long and the palms of your hands touch. So your, um, yeah, and the fingers are pointing towards the ceiling, your elbows are not bent. Um, so I'll just repeat this again for people listening in the recording. So you basically you bring your fingers towards the ceiling. Uh, fingers are pointing directly up towards the ceiling and the arms are long. Then you just bring the hands together. So the palms are touching and you're making a big triangle. Top of the triangle is the tip of your fingers and the base is kind of each shoulder blade. So now um, begin tilting the tip of that triangle to the left and back again without bending your elbows. Just make it very small, make it very light. And you can follow the tip of the triangle with your eyes, meaning that your head will also roll to the left. Fantastic. Okay, and leave that alone. Come back to cross your right leg over your left and just see how the tilting of your legs is coming along. Tilt your knees to the right. Maybe it's smoother, easier. And leave all of that and leave your legs go long and rest. So um, this lesson, actually, I, I, I've made um, variations and I've kind of improvised around the theme here, but the original a uh, version of this lesson is um, in Moshe Feldenkrais's book called Awareness Through Movement. And this lesson is called uh, Coordination of the Flexors and the Extensors. Um, and maybe the description of this lesson is worth uh, expanding on for you. So in order for what, what are we doing in this lesson? we're turning the spine so we're twisting around ourselves 
So we're working on a kind of a turning motion. We're turning the chest, we're turning the pelvis, and we're kind of really getting the whole spine engaged in its ability to turn around its own axis. Now, in order for this to work effectively, the muscles at the front of our body, um, the flexors and the muscles at the back, the extensors, they need to coordinate with each other. Because for instance, if there's kind of, um, if you have, have a strong holding pattern, maybe somewhere in the front, that needs to kind of let go in order to allow the turning to take place. So there's a kind of an equilibrium uh, between the muscles at the front and the back that they become um, a, the turning motion itself allows some of our habitual patterns of holding to let go because it's very difficult to turn around the axis when we're busy doing either flexing or extending. Um, and then of course, that has a few benefits for flute players. First of all, um, when we begin to turn around our own axis, we learn, uh, we, we develop a better relationship with gravity. And my hope um, is that you'll discover that for yourself when you stand up, that you'll feel taller, um, you feel you have more connection down into the floor into gravity. And the other thing is, is when our spine is better organized, it means that the efforts we make in the trunk to try and stabilize the spine, the large muscles of the trunk that sometimes we engage unnecessarily because we're trying to kind of stay upright, these large muscles begin to let go. And because these larger muscles are no longer busy trying to keep us upright and we have more skeletal support, those muscles are then not inhibiting the breathing apparatus to move freely. So this lesson will have a really big effect on the freedom of your breath for that reason. Um, I'm willing to put money on it. <laughs> so, um, You've had enough rest there as I gave you a little bit of a kind of description. Let's try the same on the other side. Now you'll notice that we won't need to spend as long on this side as we did on uh, the first side. That's because your nervous system and your brain um, has already kind of processed the learning and it's about transferring the learning to the other side. So now bring your feet to standing and cross your left leg over your right. Yeah. And with a beginner's mind. So meaning that you kind of go, oh, I know what's coming. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Um, with a beginner's mind, softly, gently, caringly with yourself, tilt your knees to the left. Tilt your legs to the right, left. And you're looking for the quality of movement, not the size of the movement. It's funny, this lesson really is one I always go to um, when I'm teaching flute players. I just do love it. But there's many, many, many others. 
So as you tilt your legs to the left, you keep tilting to the left and then eventually um, you start widening the range of it out. And eventually that tilting moves a little bit kind of further up your back. And just make it very, very soft. The, uh, my neighbor seems to be doing some very aggressive sweeping. <laughs> I can hear the brush against the wall. Um, maybe you can hear that or not. Um, so uh, you're tilting your uh, knees to the left and um, you're just feeling how far it goes up your spine. Fantastic. Leave that and just um, leave your legs. Uh, bring your legs just long for a moment. Feeling how the breath is moving. Then bring your feet to standing. And give yourself a large hug again. So when you're hugging yourself, you're trying to, if possible, it depends, uh, it depends on your build, really. Um, if possible, you're trying to touch the shoulder blades with the fingers uh, of the opposite hand. Um, and then, so you have a good kind of firm grip. And then with that, you begin rolling your chest to the right as you exhale. And then back again. So it's just rolling the chest to the right and back. Your head rolls to the right also. Thinking of your sternum being soft, the back wide. And now a few times roll your head in opposition. So your chest rolls to the right and your head rolls to the left. And then it comes back to the middle. Just make it a really enjoyable movement, a movement that you just like how it feels. And then just bring everything back to rolling everything to the right. Really nice. And then leave that, leave your arms and legs rest long. I didn't mention earlier, the reason why we have so many rests in the Feldenkrais lesson, it's because we want your nervous system to kind of take on board the learning, the experiments that we made. So um, you can bring this into your flute practice too. I think people don't rest enough when they practice. Um, when I practice, I take loads and loads of very short rests. And funnily enough, I never practice longer than 20 minutes. I practice for 20 minutes, then I take maybe five minute break, 
go back for another 20 minutes, another five minute break. So, you know, then, you know, when I do a good hour of practice, it's kind of a, an hour and 15 minutes of time, but it's really good practice. And I think a lot of people waste time uh, trying to do too much at once. Um, so, um, yeah, consider that. Consider bringing more rests into your practice as well. So um, bring your feet to standing. And this time, let's explore the feeling along the floor. So you hug yourself and you begin rolling your, uh, which, uh, rolling your chest to the right and with your left hand, you begin reaching towards the floor on the left and your head rolls. Sorry, with your left hand reaching in the floor on the right. Um, so you're, you're hugging yourself, your chest is rolling to the right, and your, the fingers of your left hand reach towards the floor. So you're reaching to the right with your left arm. And your head rolls to the right too. You just do that a few times. You exhale as you do that. And then begin reaching to the left with your right arm. So you just reach with one arm and then the other. Your head follows the movement of the arm. Great. Let's try something else. Make the triangle shape with your arms. And now begin tilting the tip of the triangle to the right now. And let's try this. So um, cross your left leg over your right and begin tilting the tip of the triangle to the right and your knees to the left. And then you just come back to the center. Very small move. Lovely. And then uncross uh, your legs and cross them, cross them the other way with the right over the left. And then your knee, legs, your knees go down to the right and the tip of the triangle goes to the left. So a few times. Beautiful, really lovely. And leave all of that go and rest. So, as you rest on your back now, notice how your shoulders are resting compared to the beginning. Notice how your pelvis is resting.
how does your breath feel? Feel the contact of your whole self on the floor. If you remember the chalk that we drew around the upper back, has that, is there more of you resting on the floor now than before? Maybe you feel flatter or the floor feels more friendly or comfortable. And softly and gently roll to one side And then in your own time, come to standing. Just taking your time. And in standing, just notice how, how tall you feel now. If you're looking more to the horizon. How your breathing feels. And um, in a moment, I'm going to invite you now to go away and play your flute. Um, but you can do that after the recording. Um, and when you do go and play your flute, you can pay attention to the quality of your breathing. Maybe your posture, you feel taller. Maybe there's a better sense of presence for you, that you feel more present with your instrument. Um, and maybe you feel more grounded. So if you want to learn more about the Feldenkrais lesson and learn with me, there, there's a few ways you can do that. Um, I teach one-to-one uh, -one lessons with people, um, flute, and I often incorporate some Feldenkrais into my flute teaching. Um, I have a Patreon channel. It's patreon.com uh, forward slash flute online. And um, the gold members there, it's a very special uh, membership. If you join as a gold member, um, you get a recorded, a, a recording like this once a month, tailored for flute players. And there's a huge archive of lessons over there now. Um, I also, um, all the information that uh, you might want to find about me and the work that I do, uh, you can find it on my website, Niall, N-I-A-L-L, um, flute.com. Uh, so it's nilflute.com. And I would love to hear how you found this lesson. So please go onto my web website and tell me what you discovered after playing. Um, and lastly, um, over on my website, uh, as part of uh, Flute Online, I teach a class every Tuesday 
um, uh, it's uh, at quarter past five UK time. Um, I believe it's uh, 12 uh, 15 uh, Eastern time um, and 9 a.m. Uh, 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 9 a.m. Uh, if you're on the West Coast. Um, and um, you can double check those times which are on my website. And that class happens every Tuesday. It's free. It's uh, part of my kind of open generosity to the flute community to help us come together and learn together and develop community. And um, that's been going for the last two years. So you're always welcome to join me there. So um, without further ado, I'll uh, end this lesson. I love to thank Talking Flutes again for inviting me back and um, it's always a pleasure and maybe at some time in the future you'll get another episode from me. So go off and play your flute and uh, notice what the lesson has given you and you can let me know. Enjoy your flute playing. Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra are podcast productions by the Trevor James Flute Company. For more information, visit trevorjamesflutes.com.